Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado, and with me is uh, the Red Bull sipping Michael Johnson. How we doing? That's, uh, I guess, him being Ringo Starr. Donald Trump. Oh, I thought you were Ringo from uh, the Beatles. Hello, I'm Ringo. Did you like that song I wrote? I think the first impression of Trump sounded more like Ringo than your Ringo impression did. Hello, I'm Ringo. Okay, He's Australian. Now, now, Hello. now you're sounding like Crocodile Dundee. Oi, oi, I see, I see. Oh, hey there, mate. How are we doing? How's the kangies doing in the kangaroos? I'm Ringo Star. Oh my God! Does they do that R with the R's? You know what's really funny to me is that if we were in Australia, your your nickname would be Mozzie. Because they like to take the first letter of your first name and add Aussie to it. Uh, or, it's Mozzie. It, it'd be either Mozzie or Moz, which is also the name for Mosquito, which like really, really just defines who you are. I'm a bloodsucker, dude. A bloodsucker. Yeah, I will fuck you People up. People are still like, why do you still exist? Uncle Barry. How do you help the ecosystem? God, why haven't you ended these yet? And all the Christians run to their books and all the yeah. the, the Muslims run to their mats and all the Jews yeah. run to their candles and, oh, we have a good time. Ooh. And the Scientologists run to their beakers and... They run to their <laughs> bank accounts and start withdrawing. Ah, ah, it's all over. Pay it. Pay it to Xenu. Xenu needs your cash, your quarters. Pay us, pay us, pay us, pay us. I didn't know you knew the the actual name for the uh, the curly cues on the sides of Orthodox Jews' heads. It's called Papayas. Yeah, it's a pious dude. Papaya, 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 pious. Yeah, it's 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 a new fad. I like my. It's really catching on in Brooklyn. I have no idea what papayas is. Is that like made from? I don't even know. I think it's made from fruit and hair. I want to say mango. I want to say it's like a weird DNA split. All right. I don't know. Let's let's actually get into this shit, though. Okay. So we are on our third episode of this deep dive into the uh, Trump family. Oi. And today we get on to talk about the second-born child and the only daughter. Is a well, the only daughter to Ivana. Yeah. Because and Trump. Trump only has no one. Tiffany. Oh, he has two daughters. <laughs> he he had Tiffany Trump with Marla Maples, but I don't really know if Tiffany counts. Yeah, her and the other one. And Baron? Yeah, they don't count. No, Baron honestly counts more than Tiffany. Like, if you could rank the importance of the Trump kids. I would say it goes... Top five Trump kids. I would say number one would be Ivanka. Right. Number two... Be mm. Donnie Jr.? I don't know. Last... I think it would probably be Baron... Number three is Don Jr., four is Eric, and five is Tiffany. Damn. He really has a thing for Baron, because the thing is that Baron is smart, and he's young, and he's uh, moldable. Yeah. He's kind of like looked at by Donald, in my personal opinion, as the way that Roy Cohn looked at Donald. Oh, wow. Well, he was much, much older. He was like 40-some-odd years yeah. old. He was grooming him, yeah. Um, but we're talking about Ivanka today. Nice. Now, yeah, uh, let's talk about Ivanka, dude. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, what's going on with Ivanka? Just for our listeners, actually, when I when I called Michael about doing this episode, yeah, as soon as I said Ivanka, he started doing this voice, 
and my stomach turned so quickly that I reached to hang up on him, and I think he knew it because he had to cut the voice. I mean, yeah. I apologize for him. If, if you're switching off right now. You're not Howard Stern. You can't do some like sexy, deep, sensual voice and make people actually like it. Oh yeah, vodka. Oh, gross. Everybody just stopped listening. I think so. I and think they just deleted. Lost. They unsubscribed. We lost like every single listener and gained a shit ton more that are yeah. into Pizzagate. Oh, dude. Well, we'll be talking about that uh, soon. Pizzagate. When soon? Uh, now. So Pizzagate was a. <laughs> God damn it! He hijacked the episode. Uh, so where? Yeah, I mean, where, where? Where do we begin with Ivanka? Right? I mean, do we begin with her wearing blue contacts around her father and dyeing her brown hair to be blue to be blonde? Uh, that seems very ominous. I always start at the beginning. Okay, nineteen eighty-one. I think that Disco. was the exact soundtrack to all of nineteen eighty-one. <laughs> Disco is people still are in walking the air. and like. The, the the street light changes to like the you're good to walk sign and it's like bounce bam bam <laughs> I wish that the I wish the fucking <laughs> wish the street lights would be like you're good to walk dude you're <laughs> right just like, like man this is a cool world that I live in and it's like if a car is like illegally going it's like yo dog hold up Whoa, hold up some dude, assholes dude. coming through like for blind people as it narrates. That'd be fantastic instead of like it is acceptable to walk now it's like too, too dude, bad you're good. Too bad the uh, the fully electronic solar road like totally ate shit. Um, we'll talk about that later in a puffery episode. But okay, so uh, yeah, October thirtieth, nineteen eighty one, Ivana gave birth to her first and only daughter, who she named Ivana Marie Trump. Wait, now, Ivana had birth to Ivana. Yeah, why would you, like, Ivanka? Well, because think about Ivana, it. Their first Ivana? child was Donald Trump. Junior. Wow. Their second and first daughter was Ivana Marie Trump after Ivana Trump. It's kind of like uh, Will and Jada Smith, how they had Willow and Jaden, and they just kind of switched the genders. These two just like named them their exact names. Did you just pull that out of your ass? I didn't know that about the kids. You didn't Will know Smith that? Kids. Yeah. I just thought it was a coincidence. <laughs> no, that's totally it. They they just took what their the they just took like the male name and gave it to the girl and they took the female name and gave it to the boy. That's like the most arrogant thing. Like if I had a kid I'd call it cheese. After my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> like that's that's <laughs> That'd be such a weird family. You'd have like four kids and it'd be like cheese, vodka, <laughs> rocks. <laughs> Rocks conspiracy because <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, What do you really like? You'd be like, Vodka on the rocks, and like, Well, you can't name nah, your child fair. on or the, and you're like, Well, then rocks it is. You can name your kid whatever the fuck you want. No, you can't. You can't you name can them a swear word, you can't name them a copyright name. There was a guy that named his kid Adolf Hitler, yes, and that was its first name. It wasn't like the Hitler family, <laughs> it was like. Adolf Hitler Cletus or something. I don't know. Wow. Fucking... And uh, surprise, surprise. Is there kid... a hyphen? No. It was just Adolf Hitler. <laughs> I remember my, my old neighbor, uh, she used to, like, the, the, the mother of the family, she, yeah. she used to, like, love the story that she read in the newspaper about a woman who named her daughter Ladasha, and her name was literally L-A hyphen A. Oh, 
La Dasha. Wow. She loved that story. And I was like, it's a little racist to love it this much that you told me three times, but whatever. I'm not one to judge. Uh, so we got we got like 50 pages in this fucking episode. We got to get going. Okay, mom. Yeah. I didn't know you had a bedtime. Ladasha. That's my favorite name. Well, so Ivana Marie Trump will literally never be called that by anyone you've ever talked to because since she was born, they gave her a nickname, which is Ivanka, which in Serbian effectively is like Little Ivana. That's cute. Ivanka. Okay. Which is interesting that she literally uses that name as her legal first name when Don Jr. refuses to ever be called Donnie. Wow. Right? And I know it's because his dad did that after Freddie. Yeah. (laughs) Just to be a dick. (laughs) Um, Kind of a hostile family environment. Lightly. Yeah. Some would say. I think I think uh there's there's worse places to be, you know? Maybe. Probably. I would assume so. But be- being born to a very, very poor family in Qatar would probably be much worse than being them. Well, you have freedom. Supposedly. Uh <laughs> so she's a self described daddy's girl, but and, and it's literally no secret. She is obviously the favorite child. Yeah, obviously. It's like if Donald was asked, hey, what's your favorite kid? He's going to be like, uh, the blonde girl. Yeah, right? The one Maybe. I want to fuck. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. he would never say that. He would just it's say that she girl. is gorgeous and sexy and that any man would be lucky to have sex with her. Yeah. Um, Put his wiener in her vagina. That'd be awful. But so one of, one of the quotes that she said is, uh, you know, I used to not want Barbies. I want Legos and Erectors. I, I guess I wanted to be a real estate architect like my father and grandfather. I used to sit on the floor of his office and hear him bid out contracts. I just liked it. Mm. However, uh, Tony Schwartz, the person who actually wrote The Art of the Deal, yeah, who spent a year and a half like personally shadowing Donald Trump, yeah. He said uh, that he never, he said, I never once saw Ivanka Trump in his office and I never heard him once mention, mention her name. So obviously <laughs> she's uh, kind of built up a fictitious childhood for herself. Well, you know, we all have to deal with traumatic experiences differently. Yeah, well, because you got to remember that we know about her childhood because we know about Don's childhood. Yeah. She was shuttled around with bodyguards and nannies and drivers and... You know, it wasn't like she was with her parents, even though her mom swears that she went and did uh, help them with their homework after school every day. Of course, man. That's what a good mom does. Right? Definitely not lying about that. Um, There was actually, so in 2009, before Ivanka's first book came out, Mm -hmm. this guy, Lewis Halpern, interviewed Donald Trump uh, for like this piece about like entrepreneurial children. And this is the quote. He goes, I remember asking him what Ivanka's favorite food was. He told me, she likes lots of foods. <laughs> she eats. Yeah. And, you know, like the food, the the food that kids eat, you know, like. Food. Like taco bowls. Like, like, like stuff. Well, and then to continue the quote, he goes, what parent doesn't know what their f- kid's favorite food is? I remember spending time with Ivanka. And that her favorite food was pasta. 
I found this to be relieving about the kind of dynamic they have. Oh, sorry, revealing. Oh. I, I, missed, I, I, I misquoted him. Yeah. My, my autocorrect to put it to uh, relieving is that revealing. Oh, damn you, Google. Right? But yeah, that totally reveals what type of relationship they have. This guy spent like, like 45 minutes with Ivanka and knew her favorite food was pasta. <laughs> and her father was like, she, she likes food. Yeah, all yeah. kinds of food. Yeah. Like pasta. That's like the easiest thing to fucking just... I would just assume that anyway. Like a kid, it's either pizza, pasta, or tacos. Like kids don't have a chicken nuggets. Yeah, something. There you go. Something simple. Mac like and a cheese. wide variety of. There's not a wide variety of taste that kids are into. No. Also, when they have a chef that cooks them everything, you probably should know what they were eating. Yeah, um, you know, whatever. Poison. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Ivanka actually learned how to use and climb the social ladder from her f- mother. Because Ivana insisted that her daughter greet every single guest at their cocktail parties in their apartment. Yeah. And so Ivan- uh, Ivanka recalled, I learned to keep everyone's name straight and to remember little snippets of our past conversations and layer them onto our current ones. I learned to be a good and gracious host, collecting people's coats and taking their drink orders. Taking coats and... She was names. like she was like eight years old, taking drink orders. I know. I need a gin on the rocks, two vodkas, double straight up, and I need a martini with uh 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 dirty. With dirty. Thank you. <laughs> like yeah, eight years old. I'm. I uh, I run uh, open mics where I have to learn people's names, and I don't even do this as an adult. I'm terrible with names. I mean, I'm sure if the people you were meeting were worth, like, collectively the majority of the world's wor- wealth, I don't, I don't think I would you care. You probably would be more incentivized to know I, their names. I don't give a shit. If anything, uh, I would make me less interested. That's fair. But so... Like, what are you going to do? Help me with this podcast? Yes, they would fund <laughs> the entire thing. They'd pay you, like... Uh, a salary of $150,000 a month and pay for any expenses you needed to make this. Well, where do we need to find these people? I know one, but I pissed them off. Damn it. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe that's the kind of thing that he likes. Like, I don't know. I pissed him off pretty good. <laughs> Mainly because he was like biting and being anti-Semitic. He wasn't like biting me, but he was like biting in the air like a coke fiend. Oh, it's like what chomping fuck? while like angrily speaking. He was just being like super racist and anti-Semitic, and I was like, I don't want to ever see you or hear from you again. Goodbye. Okay. He's like, ah. he's like, he's like, you know what? You know what? You're fucking done. You're gonna fucking, you're fucking done forever. I'm gonna stop. My my family's still goddamn powerful. You're never, you're never gonna do anything. Jeez, your career Luke. is fucked. Your your job is gonna be fucked. And I was like, okay. Jeez, Luke Vale. Have, have chill a good out. One. Right. I was like, oh my god, shit, dog. Uh, but so I mean, that was like when she was like eight or nine, and so her parents yeah. get divorced when she was ten. Oh damn! And it's all of she literally learned from reading a newspaper about her parents' <laughs> divorce. She saw like on the New York Times like a picture of her parents with a rip down the center and said split, and that's how she found out about her parents' divorce. That would um, be very strange. To say the least. Right? But 
literally the paparazzi was waiting for her outside of like her school and shit. And she was very overwhelmed as a 10 year old. But then she took everyone's drink order and, you know, those reporters. Well, she was quoted saying, the experience gave me a glimpse into how ugly the world can be. And I think it made me a little bit more resilient. Do you like my Ivanka impression? I think it's pretty good. Uh, I think it's spot on to be. It's uh, all right. To be critical. I think it's spot the fuck on. <laughs> That's not very critical I at think, all. I think it's perfect without any kind of criticism. Okay, I, think, I think you've been reading too much about Trump. <laughs> this is very anyway, Trumpian. Anyway, sir. Trumparian. <laughs> Trumpian would be Tr- the ter- Trump- true term. Oh, that's very Trumpian of you. Yeah, that's actually the the real term of it. This is taught in academia. Yes, the Trumpian method. She, oh. They they there was a quote from a uh, fucking Harvard law professor that said that Ivanka was trained in the Trumpian method. Wow, from Donald himself. But uh, so really, she after that, she understood how she had to be like behave. Yeah, get divorced immediately. <laughs> Well, she put a positive spin on her parent, her and her parents' relationship after the divorce to make it so that it looked better for the media. She was quoted saying, they were always, always available to me and my brothers. Maybe not in the most typical ways, but in what ways they could be. Basically, whenever, she, whenever she called her dad, he would pick up. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Right? Well, I mean, it also could be kind of sad because she found out about Marla from reading the New York Post. And it said that uh, her father had given Marla Maples, quote, the best sex she ever had. This is what Ivanka said? This is what Ivanka read in the New York Post about Marla Maples. Marla Maples said to the New York Post that Donald Trump was the best sex she ever had. This is uh, every time. (laughs) This is the second kid episode. And both of these people that I didn't really know all that well. And kind of don't like. I feel really bad for them. The more and more I learn. Well, don't worry. Unlike unlike Don Jr., you won't end this episode liking her. Oh, good. And that's not because well, of like any kind of end. a spin. <laughs> like, I wish I could put a spin on this to have you like her at the end of it. I didn't like Don at the end. He, he turned into like a crazy right wing guy. Exactly. And I what do you think is going to happen to this child? Dun, dun, dun. She's going to become a, a painter. Well, yeah, exactly. She's going to become a a, a, a Hitler a warlord. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think that everybody should just die. Like all the people who don't buy my shoes deserve to have their feet cut off, and I don't think that's too much to say. No, no, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> but so, uh, so even even the uh, the New Yorker, which is arguably the the harshest critic of the Trump family. Yeah. They said that uh, while she should have emerged from this uh, rocky start as a rebellious teenager, she somehow emerged as the most responsible member of the family because she's used to being watched. She doesn't do or say the wrong things. This is how I grew up. Like, literally... In uh, at a photo shoot in 1995 for some uh, teen magazine, she was asked about kissing one of like the celebrity teenagers of the time, Ooh. 
And she's she's fucking 14 years old at this point. She goes, I don't discuss those things in public. Wow. That was like her measured calm response. Like a 14-year-old girl would be like, um, uh. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> was that the name of your first man kiss? Yeah, uh, the 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 cute boy from Home Improvement. Oh my boy! Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't know his name. Yeah, <laughs> his name sounds literally like all of Ivanka's kids' names. Oh, they, they Jonathan sound, Taylor. They sound like no. Listen, listen to her children's. That's name. what I'm. Na- if I have three boys, that's what I'm gonna name them. Well, she has uh her her daughter, Arabella Rose. Oh wow, this is not like Jonathan Taylor. Thomas and then she has Joseph Frederick. And Theodore James. Wow. So it'd be Theodore James Kushner, Joseph Frederick Kushner, and Arabella Rose Kushner. This is, uh, those are like the fanciest white trash names I've heard in my life. Right? It sounds like somebody put a doily under a 40. Frederick Cletus. (laughs) It sounds like an ice house is calmly sweating onto a lace doily (laughs) made of silk that you need to wash in a dry cleaner. Like fuck, man. They drink it. They drink the ice house with their pinky out. Yeah, and then the can slips, and they have a butler clean up the mess. Well, very good, y'all. <laughs> I sorry. As he's spitting dip into the spill. <laughs> Bing. No, there's there's no spittoon for him. He's oh, already yeah. cleaning up a mess. He just spits into what he's cleaning. <laughs> Um, no, there's a spittle. There's a spittle in the corner, but it's diamond encrusted. Exactly. It's only for the trumps. I like this. This is interesting. This is better than... Well, so uh, she actually, when she was a teenager, stopped herself from getting a belly button ring. And she said, I realized I had to preserve and protect the family name and reputation, which, after all, were now my name and reputation, too. This is 1995. This was, yeah, about 95, maybe 96. 95, 15-year-old girl. That'd Finally be... realized that her last name is Trump, and that's actually her <sighs> reputation as well. Dude, no, like, not getting a belly ring in 1995 for a 15-year-old girl may be the hardest decision of her fucking life. Yeah, Do you understand 15-year-old belly rings It's like a young girl at uh, in, in 2004 not getting a tattoo on her like lower right hand hip. Exactly. It was or the wrist. new age tra- tramps or or inner lip. Yeah. Inner lip was huge. Or behind the ear. You know? Ooh, that's still huge. Um yeah, still trashy. <laughs> well so at age fifteen she got sent to I've been I've been practicing all day of how to say this fucking school's name. Oh man, don't feel bad. Cho Choate. Choate Rosemary Hall. Or is it Chote. Chote? 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 Chote. It's probably like a, a French term, like So So it's Chote Rosemary Hall in Short. Wallingford, Connecticut, which she, Ivanka, personally described as a prison meant to lock her away from her Manhattan friends in her social life. Oh, this is exactly what every 15-year-old girl th- would think. Like right? it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if she's wealthy or not. I mean, she's a 15-year-old heiress, but whatever. And yeah. the school is $60,000 per year, but whatever. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's nothing to Trump. $60,000? But Ivanka. Oh. She was determined to be different, so she went into modeling. And That's... somehow she got signed with uh, the Elite Model Management, which is a company that claims to have created supermodeling. Wow, that's interesting. This, like, who's on the board? 
Uh, just a personal friend of uh, the president might be a personal friend of Donald Trump. <laughs> M- might be, might be. Yeah. Um, it's nice to like try to get into things that have nothing to do with your family. That nothing. just happens to be. <laughs> well, so she good had to friends get with your father to, to do it while she was at school because it was a professional job. She had to get a work release from her school to model. She had to get a green card, basically. And so, uh, you know, Ivanka is a Trump, so she thinks quickly. And she, uh, she said, well, they had granted a similar leave to a student who was uh, training to be an Olympic skier. So I used precedent to my advantage and I got what I wanted. That's very Trumpian. Right? She literally used that loophole because there was another student that was being an Olympic skier. Yeah, someone that's like, like top rep- 10 Representing of the, the country in front of the world. <laughs> For a, a medal of distinction, yeah, uh, and she was like, "I just wanted to be a model, so I used that and the fact that I am a Trump." That's what these fucking people did, and uh, yeah, well, people were kind of quick to judge. Yeah, it's this, not the same. It's not apples and apples here. It's like apples and and cars. Quiche. Yeah, apples and quiche, uh, papaya. <laughs> well, so people in the modeling industry were like, "Oh, she's not model quality." And that she only got in because of her last name. Damn. That that would break my heart. I know. <laughs> 15? She was, she was so tough, though. She was so tough. She oh. she hung in there. Okay. And actually, her mom, like like, like an evil stepmother, forced her to focus on school. Ugh. What you a know? bitch. I hate that woman. So she was only allowed to be a model on the weekends and holidays. You know? Like, boo fucking who? <laughs> God. Jesus. This bitch. I hate. I hate her mom. Mm-hmm. Putting education. She's before. trying to put a glass ceiling in front of her instead of above her. What a <laughs> bitch. Um, it's glass wall, glass ceiling in front of her. <laughs> well, so that's like a flat plane. <laughs> it turns into a mirror. It turns into like a mirror maze, where children just run what aggressively into a into a glass pane. Just Cut in half. They're just bleeding at the nose while they're running through the rest of it so they can find the path back. Jesus. Um, well, so that same summer, her dad was like, uh-uh, my daughter's not getting into modeling. So he gave her a job. Mm. And he, she was uh, shadowing the foreman who was constructing Trump World Tower in New York. And this supposedly pushed her to leave modeling a few short years later uh, to focus on her studies. Because... She that she was a model material because she was so beginning. damn good. Yeah, she was so sought after. Honestly, there was an interview where she was like, "No, it was honestly the modeling industry was just so tough, so cutthroat that I just had to get out. Well, I had to go into real major real estate development. That was way less cutthroat than modeling. I don't know. I don't know. It, it that'd be a, that'd be a hard one to to do a coin flip on. I do imagine that the modeling world is extremely cutthroat, but yeah. But like, but like major, major New York, Manhattan real estate. Like, yeah, I feel like that's a little more cutthroat. Yeah, especially in the nineties, two thousand, early two thousands. That'd be that'd be tough. It would be. A lot less coke in the modeling world, though. False. <laughs> How do you think they're so skinny? But so uh, her modeling career actually took off in May of ninety seven, when she is uh, sixteen years old. Okay. And oddly, her debut was on the cover of Seventeen magazine. That's cool. While she was 16. Um, and by August of that same year, she made her television debut, co-hosting the, 1970, the 1997 
Miss Teen USA pageant that her father owns and runs. Oh. But to Ivanka, that was just an excuse to get her name out there. Yeah. And to travel on someone else's dime. And hell, while, while, while you're at it, make a fucking pretty penny. That's pretty good. She's enterprising. She's a goddamn Trump. She's a, she's a getter. She's, she's a killer. A, she's a Trump. She's a murderer, right? Or what? What was the yeah. term? Yeah, yeah. You're you are kings. You are mur- you are you are kings. You are killers. Yeah, she's a killer. That's a killer right there. Well, that's what he said to his sons. I guess the only thing he said to his daughter was, "Do you trust me? I'm your father. Do you trust me? Why the fuck do you trust me? Wait, um, is this Trump? That didn't Frank say your killers, your kings, or was that Trump? That's no, that was that was actually it was Fred said to his to, yeah. to his sons, your killers, your kings. And um, Donald's like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Actually, be there w- there was a story f- of uh, Donald with very young Ivanka that taught her like a serious lesson that she talks about this shit all the time. Yeah, it was uh, it was mid '90s because Donald was married to Marla Maple at this time. Yeah, and she remembers being on the their private jet with Donald, and they were waiting for Marla, who was like constantly running late. <sighs> And I dropped the bitch. So the door was already closed and Trump was like, where's Marla? And the people were like, I don't know. And he was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and <laughs> that bitch can take the bus. Well, and so like, the, the engine started and they start pulling forward and Marla like pulls up in a fucking car and starts running after the plane and they just take off. And uh, Ivanka was like, that really taught me a big lesson about punctuality. She was like, if it was like a one-time thing, I get it, but... Marla was constantly late, and so yeah. she missed the plane. And after that, she never missed the plane again. And so uh, taught Ivanka about fucking punctuality because her father left his wife <laughs> while she was running on the tarmac. Like screaming, her heel broke. Yeah, right? That's um, fucking nuts. Right? <laughs> Donald, like, Donald uh, teaches some good lessons. Donald also taught me uh, that you shouldn't be a drinker. One time, mom, mommy had one too many wines and beat the hell out of her with a wine bottle. Taught me valuable lesson. <laughs> don't Not, don't drink a wine bottle that is uh, too thick. Yeah, otherwise it would hurt more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she graduated from her little prep school in two thousand. Nice. And she went to Georgetown University in D.C. Okay. That's which is where we get a very good intimate look into Ivanka. Because in 2003, which was the year she transferred into the Wharton School that mm-hmm. her dad and her brother went to. Uh, alumni. Mm-hmm. There was a documentary that came out on HBO that I, that I showed you. Oh, yes. It's the... called Born Rich. Born Rich. It was made by Jamie Johnson... Of Johnson and Johnson. Wow. And uh, so after he, it starts out, it starts out, and he details his father's rise to power and unimaginable wealth. Uh, and he states, "I've heard plenty of stories like my grandfather's, and I have feelings that I'm not the only rich kid. A little worried about the voodoo of inherited wealth, <laughs> but the thing is." Nobody wants to talk about money. So I want to ask other rich kids that question about the topic that may be too taboo to talk about. Why'd you make him into gay Chinese? Because it was much nicer than his actual voice. His, his real voice is like, 
I told you everybody that I had to get into the. It sounds like, like uh, you, you ever seen a uh, Harrison's Pharmacopoeia on Vice? No. That it's this guy who like goes out and tries a bunch of different psychedelics. Oh, on camera. Yeah, yeah, I know about those. Yeah. It sounds like that guy while he's tripping. Yeah. That's how this man sounds. You have to watch this documentary. It's on YouTube. It is. For free. It is. Don't watch the two-hour version. Watch uh, the one-hour and nine-minute version. That is the actual one that's better. Yeah. Um, the two-hour one is, is bullshit. And it, it, it talks about, like, 11 or 14 of his friends who are heirs to massive fortunes. Yeah, but all wealthy assholes. Our little girl, Ivanka's in there. Yay! Hello! And the first quote of the movie says a shit ton about her. It's, well... I think no matter what I hear about my parents, about my family, you know, what what I read about my family, I'm, you know, I am proud to be a Trump. I am proud of my family name. I mean, I'm proud of everything they've done and ever accomplished. Which really shows that she has always been a, a fangirl and understood the fact that she was born into a lot of fucking money. Yeah, and the cameras are on her, and she shouldn't say anything stupid. Exactly. Because ever since she was eight years old, she knows how to take those drink orders. Mm-hmm. She goes on to say, there's some sort of pride that somebody would take interest in me just because I'm part of them. And uh, for a while, I was worried that for my whole life, I'd be under my parents' shadow. But... I mean, it, it's it, it's not a bad shadow to be under, I guess. So it's okay. <laughs> I fucking love that quote. It yeah, goes from like good... left to right in, yeah. in in a millisecond. I wish I had a stove to heat it up that quickly. Trump stove. I just raised yeah. the stakes. <laughs> no, that was a that was a money laundering scheme too. <laughs> but she also talks about how she thought it was weird that people would treat her differently. Yeah, that is weird. What Why was, would you treat me differently? Because I'm like be, because my father technically employs the people that employs the people that employs you. Yeah, that's a little weird. But she said that uh, you know she was sheltered, and that now in her more adult life, she found that people can be sincere, and that that's what she looks for in her friends. Which to, when I heard that, I was like, "Yep, Dom was right." Trump broke the idea of trust in her, mm-hmm. and then she had to figure it out when she was an adult. Because she found out that people could be sincere. Like, wow. Oh my god, that's crazy! I uh, remember when I found out that too. How old were you? Uh, Thirty. Thirty? <laughs> yeah. Shit. It's kind of a rough, rough teacher. Definitely. Life's a rough teacher. Hey, give me, let me tell you something about life, boy. Come sit on my lap. So in this documentary, she uh, shows off her childhood bedroom, which she she notes when they walk in, she's like, yeah, nobody's been in here for like 10 years. That's how you, she's like, you'll notice the Madonna clock. Oh. She has like super like limited edition signed yeah. glass Madonna clock. She has a Bon Jovi wall with like signed memorabilia and shit. An ode to Poison and Motley Crue. Ooh. What, 10 years? You mean 20 years? No, this was when she was... Awful, awful thing. Well, yeah, but she was in, in 93. Terrible. She was 12 years old. 
Uh, and it's also on the 68th floor, and it overlooks Central Park. Like an entire wall is all windows just looking at Central Park wow. on the 68th floor. That room... I'll never understand. Like, if I had more rooms, like, that's crazy. Like, a room that just hasn't been touched for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like... It's like living with a time capsule. That is so weird. Right? <laughs> I, when I moved out, my parents moved, turned my bedroom into, like, a bar. Like, the next when, day. When, when Ivanka moved out, she literally just moved up, and her parents forgot where she used to live. <laughs> where did you... Oh, Oh yeah, the the spare bedroom, right? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we should do something with that. Nah, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? We'll just build another room. Fuck it. We got a hundred more floors. Um, there was a quote in the movie. She goes, "I remember once, I would my father and I were walking down Fifth Avenue, and there was a homeless person sitting right outside Trump Tower." Yeah, I was like nine or ten. Um, it was around the same time of the divorce. And I remember my father pointing to him and saying, I'm going to kick him. You know, that guy has $8 billion more than me because he was, he was in such extreme debt at that point, you know, I, but I, I didn't understand. I just thought about it like a year or so ago. And it makes me even more proud of my parents for getting through that. Wow. Yeah. The homes are a real fucking problem, dude. (laughs) Especially when they're $8 billion richer than a man who calls himself a billionaire. That's crazy. Like, I'm richer than Donald Trump right now because I have $2 in my wallet, dude. Yeah, there you go. I'm $8 billion plus $2. Well, this was back in the 90s, so yeah, he, he, he has he has different money now. No, he doesn't have any fucking money. No, no, it's not that he, he has money. I'm saying he has different money now. Yeah. Basically, he doesn't have... Negative eight billion. He buys negative eight something else. Yeah, negative eight trillion billion uh, ruples. <laughs> all of his money is red now. That'd be cool. It's like, hello, my friend. You want the presidency again? We, we will yes. sell you a quartz mine. Quartz mine <laughs> can be mined for quartz. Oh, like batteries. Quartz, yes, like tables and countertops. <laughs> what the fuck? Never heard Serbian. Um, <laughs> so why did you make him gay and Asian? <laughs> why is that your question about all of my 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 voices for these people? Yeah, I feel like none of them have been gay nor Asian. <laughs> well, uh, so one one thing to note through most of the interviews with Ivanka though is that since uh, when she was in school and her parents got divorced and she got like bombarded by the paparazzi, yeah. She like fucking hates and refuses to answer anything that she claims to be a difficult question. Well, who wants to answer the? I want the easy question. Basically, like uh, anything revolving around her family, her brothers, her dad, herself, her husband, her children, her religion, her financing, anything. Oh, it's a difficult question. She refuses to answer. It's just well, too personal, too difficult of a question. I agree with her. It's fucked up. Don't ask me these tough questions. What am I? Some heiress to some wealthy fucking like I'm I'm just a normal person just like any like the homeless guy. Yeah, I just went to like the best prep school in the country and then oh. two of the best colleges in the country and I started working for a multi billion dollar company. Yeah, at just a very like young everybody age. else. Like everyone else. You know what's what's really fun 
is actually that in her 2009 book, I was going to get to this in a little bit because we're still at 2004, in her, like 2000 in her life. Jesus. But uh, when she wrote her first book in 2009, she actually talks about growing up. And she talks about all of the things that people say are advantages in her life. Yeah. Somehow were disadvantages. This is how sociopaths work. Dan. And And literally by like the fifth page, she like gives up on that and even says like well yeah i had a leg up but who cares keep reading <laughs> does that actually say that yes that's fucking dope i like that it was like it was insane um but one of my favorite stories recalls when she was in australia oi australia and she was working as a professional model hey, and somebody came out. up to her at the uh at one of the events and says so, uh... Do it in an Australian accent. Oi, Mary. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not getting it. No, don't, 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 don't taint my fucking uh, ears with your, your your terrible Dundee impression. Oi. I'm trying to think of my friends back in Australia and how they sound. Kangaroo. Okay, so, uh... Right, uh, right, mate, so... What what's it like to be rich? What's it like to have never felt any real pain? What? And she it bothered her so fucking much. Yeah, you oh, can it tell. Her this so is from the documentary. Much. Yeah, she like is freaking out. She's like, it's 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 just I, like I'm not even mad at at him at myself. I'm mad at, like for him uh, because like, it's it's just sad that people can be that stupid to be like people can be that freaking ignorant and stupid like how can people actually be that stupid to think that like we're not just because we have like a lot of money doesn't mean that we're like, not really real real people <laughs> a dumbass <laughs> that was uh, a pretty good australian accent thank you so any australian listeners tell us uh how good they'll be like it was shite mate oh it was a bloody shite it was oh. fucking shite Oh, that's bloody, that's bloody awful. You probably fucking drink Foster's, you cunt. The other guy uh, had a much better accent. Way better. My kangaroos and Yeah, your Indian, really, your Indian impression is really sounding good, Mike. Hello, hello. No, 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 what you were just doing, like, it's a great Indian impression. Oh, my goodness, hello. No fucking way. Stop that Tell shit. Tell me more. Just stop. Why'd you make him gay and Asian? I don't know. <laughs> I always do it. It's an accident. Fuck. Um, well, so actually, after that movie, she was praised for it because she was the only one in it that was supposedly respectful and never said anything bad about their family. Yeah, and everyone in 2003 was like, dude, Trump's like a pretty okay guy. Like, he's not like Hitler. Or any He's not like going to fuck up the country or anything. No, right? he doesn't like politics at all. Yeah, he's just running that cool he just, show. Well, so... Um, Wait, what was he, not what yet, was he doing? Not yet, not <laughs> yet, not yet. Because right now, so she went to two years at Georgetown and transferred to Wharton for the last two years. And she actually claimed for years. Yeah. And she had to change it in 2017 when people actually looked into this. Uh, she always claimed that she graduated summa cum laude, which means that you you graduated with 3.8 GPA or higher. Oh, I thought that was the Kama Sutra. No, no, no. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a distinction. Oh, like a valedictorian. Yeah, exactly. Valley Victoria? 
Valedictorian. Oh, Kama Sutra, baby. 25. Well, they they found out that in in 2017, they found out that- That was a lie. Yeah, she only had a 3.4, and she's been telling everyone she was summa cum laude forever. And that's a 3.8. And they actually had to go back and like change all of these different entries of her- Saying she's a summa cum laude, it was hilarious. Oh, dude, how in, how embarrassing! Right, well, that put egg on my face. <laughs> I mean, come on, you got you, you caught me, you, uh, you caught me. I wasn't as smart as I said I was smart enough about. Well, and what's what's also really funny to me is uh, something that's going to happen to her later in life was was really prefaced when she was a child because she was very um, prophesized. Well, no, she knew. Roger Ailes of Fox News very well oh. because of her father. Fox and Friends. And he told her uh, that in the future, email is what's going to end up being the thing that gets people arrested very easily because it, it never goes away. Oh. And and we'll get to it later, but like most people that have been following the news and can remember more than two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what you're going to talk about. Well, no, she, she, uh, she got caught up with using her personal email so did jared in the same exact way that trump was railing on hillary for oh my god release the hillary emails (laughs) show us the aliens hillary we we, we saw the hillary emails and it was a lot of shit about furniture yeah and cheese pizza yeah lots of cheese pizza cheese and pepperoni and then uh italian sausage and grecian sausage and uh uh told you we're gonna get yugoslavian vagine um, but so supposedly, <laughs> now this is from uh, one of the do- one of the biographies of her that I was reading. Uh, so in supposedly in 2004, Anna Winter, the editor of Vogue magazine, called Ivanka right before she was graduating and offered her a job, which she turned down. But she wanted to always become a model. No, she was past that. She wanted to do what Daddy and Granddaddy were doing and build, uh, build, build, my friend, see, build. This is too bad, you know. Once again, another Trump uh, child has the potential to do something else with their life. And well, I, I just, I can't find any other, I can't find any other sources that confirm that, oh. um, <laughs> like at all. The only thing about um, Anna Winter is that she was friends with Trump and like has been seen with Ivanka a lot, but also refuses to feature Ivanka on the cover of Vogue, like refuses to put pictures of Donald Trump in Vogue anymore, like, yeah. since he went political. Because um, it's not sexy anymore. It's not Vogue, dude. It's not. It's not Vogue to be Trump right now. But so Ivanka, the, you know, she graduates in 2004. Right. Uh, she takes a job immediately out of college. Good. With Forest City Enterprises as a uh, supposedly entry-level position. Where she supposedly helped the team balance its finances, coordinate with mall tenants, and work the mall's future layout. But uh, the quote with the head of the company, I think, really sums up what she did there pretty well. Here's the quote. She did everything. She was down to earth. She worked like everybody else. There was no special privilege about her. Yeah. Just like everybody else. That's the entire quote. Um, <laughs> okay. I think it's hilarious that he had to mention that there was no special privilege about her. Nothing, dude. Mainly because it's kind of weird to get an entry-level person um, 
balancing the team finances. Yeah, kind of a lot of jobs for an coordinating with uh, an entire mall's tenants and yeah. um, working on the future layout of said mall. It's a little weird for an entry level person. Yeah, and obviously because she was such a great fucking worker and learned everything she needed to know about real estate. She went to work for her family in 2005. So one oh. year, less than a year with this company. And she's like, I know it all. <laughs> Bye. And she went to work for daddy. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. But don't you worry. Oh, okay. I was, I was fearing. The disadvantage of working for her family's company with her last name and being the first daughter of the CEO of the company wouldn't stop Ivanka from trying to succeed. Right. No, that would... Not with all that against her. Yeah. Jeez, this is like an undergr- underdog story. Mm-hmm. Like, she was a rich... She was a billionaire heiress that tried to make it in her daddy's company. From the ground up, she started at somewhere. Some Trump. Ended up at somewhere. She started in the mailroom. No, she did. No, she did not. She literally started, and she was like... She started at vice president. Like in, in her book, she was like, I wanted to be my own person. I couldn't rely on my family name. And no, I'm like, yeah, that's I'm like yeah, no, not in your own family company. Uh, <laughs> I'm so, going to make it on my own. I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, that's what they kept saying in the fucking documentary. It was like uh, all these wealthy, on, like young entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs. And it's like, what? They're, they're trust fund. They just inherited billions of dollars. It's not an entrepreneur. Not at all. The exact opposite. Yeah, actually. I think Trust Fund Baby is the opposite of entrepreneur. Yeah. But uh so she so in two thousand five she starts working for the uh the Trump organization, right? Okay. And in her first year she managed to negotiate deals and rise through the ranks to eventually become the executive vice president of acquisitions and development. How long did it take her to do that? Less than a year. Man, she really had to struggle to climb that ladder. I know. Well, so actually when this happened, the New York Times did a profile on her and they said um, that she was given a level of authority that none of his, Donald Trump's, wives, (laughs) or for that matter, executives have ever had. Wow. but She must be really fucking good at her job, dude. She must be, man. It was like the best. But listen, Daddy wasn't really around. Daddy was. He was off there. playing with his cameras and yelling, "You're fired!" Oh, is this what the year that the uh, the Apprentice started? Well, no. So the, the Apprentice started in '04. Jesus, like, really? Fuck. And uh, it was really doing very, very well. Oh, it had the best rating, the the best. So naturally, um, you know, because the executive VP of acquisitions and development means you should really spend a lot of time with the CEO. Yeah. Ivanka joined the boardroom of assistants on The Apprentice Oh, in 2006. So literally one year after starting with the company and being VP of Acquisitions and Development, became a full-time cast member of a reality TV show with her wow. father, who's the CEO. I didn't know that, but it would be fun. I don't know anything about The Apprentice. Did they bring on people that actually like did this shit for a living? Like, Yeah. That oh. was that was what the apprentice was. No, and I, then it I turned into the celebrity apprentice because oh, I, I don't ratings. give a shit about the celebrity one. But like I imagine there's like a guy he's like, Oh, I've been doing real estate for like twenty five years, man. I've been really cleaning my clocks and grinding my gears to learn all this stuff. 
and like Ivanka's on the boardroom. It's like, I've been doing this for two years, and I think you're a fucking retard. <laughs> it's just like, um, I've been. This is my life. <laughs> you're fired, <laughs> right, Daddy? Well, you wouldn't be too far off. I never seen a single episode. I have no idea what what this like show does, other than like, do they do nah, they just like give them tasks? But like, I'm not here to plug The Apprentice. Okay, th- that's um, next episode. <laughs> well, so Trump actually said when he put the daughter when he put his daughter on the show that it was because it would help appeal to a younger audience, basically to have a pretty lady next to him. Yeah, a nice piece of ass to look at. And I mean, because she's a Trump, and Trumps will naturally, you know, capitalize on their opportunities. Yeah, that is the Trumpian way. She took this opportunity to establish her own personal brand. Wow. And show the world that she was a serious businesswoman. And because the show did well, she became a celebrity. So what do celebrities do best? Celebrate. Close. They sell themselves for money. Ah, whore yourself out. Dun, whore dun, yourself dun, out. Dun, 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 dun. The second rule of Trump, Trumpian University. And that's what she did. Nice. By by 2007, she started her own line of jewelry and clothing. Oh, that's what every it, that's what every shitty celebrity does. Later like, later that year, thing. that later that same fucking year, she opened a brick and mortar jewelry store in Soho, in New York City. Wow. Uh, and she was making some big deals for the Trump Organization, so much so that literally. A few days after she gave birth to her second child, she flew down to Florida to secure a deal. But did she stop there? No fucking way. No. No Why way. would you? Ivanka Trump can't be stopped, motherfucker. Damn, Jesus. In 2009, she published her first book. Oh, nice. It's titled The Trump Card, oh. Playing to Win in Work and Life. That's... Right? Generic as hell. Yeah, her uh, in her book she states how all the things that people consider to be her advantages are disadvantages. Of course, her wealth, her name, her family-owned and operated company. All these things are obstacles that I have to overcome. And actually, she even noted that she was very upset that as a little girl she couldn't even put a lemonade stand in Trump Tower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's in the book. Could you imagine that, but- like? <laughs> Can you imagine a little go, girl having a lemonade stand? Trump, Trump Tower, Tower? and it's just like a little. <laughs> you go into a gold-plated lobby with a golden elevator, and there's a little girl with a lemonade stand saying five dollars. It's like built out of wood, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like it's painted, looks like garbage. Done with finger paint. Lemonade, five cents. Yeah, right. The lemonade. E in lemonade is written backwards. <laughs> oh, it's just so adorable. Get but, the fuck uh, out of my lobby, you <laughs> dumb bitch. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Oh. That, that that conniving little cunt got her fucking lemonade stand. <laughs> Jesus. What? She did. It was at her summer home in Connecticut. Oh, I had to I had to go to Connecticut to build my lemonade stand. Where she and her brothers got their bodyguard, their driver, and the maids to pay for lemonade. So the people who they're paying to literally be their parents... They yelled at until they gave them money for shitty lemonade that they probably made themselves. It's kind of sad. Yeah. It's more sad than anything else. She also, she also talks about a different situation when oh. she was a kid uh, where she puts it that uh, she and her brothers, you know, 
made the best out of a bad situation. Mm. Turning lemons into lemonade. Mm-hmm. Quite literally, she and her brothers actually made fake Indian arrowheads and buried them in the ground <laughs> and then brought a bunch of other kids to play with them and then they somehow found these arrowheads. Hey, you guys want to play archaeology? We're and they, like and they sold them to the other kids at five bucks a pop. Damn. Right? I want those chump kids. Those little shitheads. That's like a that's like the weirdest scam I've ever heard in my life. Let's make some arrowheads. We'll bring some kids over. We'll find the arrowheads and then we'll sell it to them cuz they're going to want them, man. Like we found them, they're going to want them. 5 bucks each. It sounds like a very like childish uh plan from Dennis from Always Sunny. Yeah. Like yeah. the adult version be like we're going to make some crack and then sell the crack and then they're going to want the crack because we have it, man. Uh, but uh, the self-help book was actually aimed at working women and the New Yorker, which hates her, but because of that is the only negative voice I could find in the entire internet. Oh. Like, literally, it was it was very, very hard to find anything negative about her. Even the the Times of Israel... They're praising her for her Judaism. Uh, the Atlantic, which is owned by the Emerson Conglomerate. Do you know about the Emerson Conglomerate? I have no idea. So Steve Jobs' wife. Okay. She started a Silicon Valley-based media conglomerate company to, as they said, uh, give the truth to as many people as possible. And, and they, they started the Atlantic? They No, they bought the Atlantic. They bought a bunch of other different oh. media companies that they pushed their uh, very... It's almost... Very left-leaning agendas. Yeah, it's, 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 like, it's like the fox of the left-hand side. Yeah, it's not, it's not unbiased at all. But even the they... Truth. But even they fucking... They like Ivanka? Her. They love her. Yeah, because it's like... Isn't the Atlantic kind of like a fashion magazine too or something? I guess a little bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like anything that has anything to do with fashion likes Ivanka because she's a, she's a, what's the fucking word? Like. Cunt? <laughs> C-U-N-T cunt? No. One of those, uh, I'm a, uh, like um, Kim Kardashian's one. Valley girl? No, like, th- like a business type person name. Like I am a trendsetter or. Or I don't fuck influencer it. Role model? or something. I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't know what your point was. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was getting at anyway. Well, so the New Yorker reviewed her book and they said, uh, the average reader would be forgiven for giving up after a few sentences to preserve their sanity. This is about her book? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they also said, uh, a woman born with a silver spoon in her mouth offers life coaching to people who use plastic forks to eat Salad at their desks. Like yeah, accurate, pretty accurate. Yeah, uh, there's nothing. She's she's talking about a life she's never lived and how to be doing well at it by uh, utilizing your family's wealth. Listen, my family has always held me back. Okay, like all you have to do is graduate from a prestigious uh, boarding school, go to a university, like. $200,000 a year university, go work for your daddy's, uh, no, not even your father, 
Just a real estate company. <laughs> and within a year, you'll be vice president. Why not? Everybody does this. Well, so... Um, right? This this is a pretty good time to uh, bring up the fact that in the midst of this you know, constant climb of a life... Yeah. Beset with diff- with disadvantages oh. at every turn. I was tripping over silver spoons. I know they were everywhere, man. Uh, Ivanka was jumping from successful guy to successful guy oh. in the New York socialite climate. We're going to be talking about her boyfriends now. Yeah, why not? What is this? Uh, the View. Listen, we talked about Don Jr.'s wife and affair. We have to talk about Ivanka's boyfriends. Okay. Just because she's a woman doesn't mean that, you know, it's 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 it, we don't have to talk about it. Like a I get woman that, is not defined by the men that she's been with. No, Dean. no, no, no. But here's the here's the problem is that exactly what you just said is what I was honestly worried about is the fact that this episode lightly feels like it devolves into gossip because we feel as though talking about the personal life of a woman is gossiping about her and it should be shunned. But then we also push for equality of women and men, and yet we can, quote-unquote, discuss men's terrible sexual habits. Yeah. We can't discuss the personal life of a woman. It's like there's a huge difference. So we are going to talk about her fucking boyfriends. Okay, and Jesus. And about her, her Judaism and about all that shit, okay? You down okay. with that? Fine, whatever, dude. All right. Get off your soapbox. All right. Soapbox removed. Okay. Sit down. Take your Put your pants back on. I will not put my dick away, though. It's coming out my fly. Just sit down. So, so her dating life actually got so complicated that I needed to write out a paper timeline of her entire life to note when things were happening with whom. Wow, this is... I got really fucking conspiracy on her. I don't know why. I see it. It look it's missing. I red think it's yarn. because she's pretty. That's why I trust her and I don't want to. <laughs> but uh So the same year that she graduated and started Georgetown, she supposedly was dating Greg Hirsch. Okay. Of the Hirsch Fortune. Yes, who ended up working for uh some massive uh, law firm, and he was working on their stock investing, and he's he's huge. He has his shit ton of money. Yeah. And supposedly she was dating Greg Hirsch from 2000 to 2003. Okay. However, Uh-oh. it's also noted that from 2001 to 2005, she was dating a guy named... James Bingo of the Bingo Fortune. Gubbleman. Gub- uh, just, oh. just, just a Jew with a lot of money. Gubble James Gubbleman, whose nickname is Bingo. Hey, they they call me uh, Bingo. Call me Bingo. <laughs> they call me Bingo. And then I guess as soon as she was done with him, she met Jared Kushner. Oh, that's cool. Now they started dating in 2005. Right. By 2008, they were thinking about getting married, so much so that when Jared's mom was like, you can't fucking marry this terrible goy, mm-hmm. they broke up in 2008. 
And in between 2008 and 2009, Ivanka converts to Orthodox Judaism. Because it was like really big, like her uh, her uh, at the time, 2008. That's when Madonna did it too. I, I guess now yeah. now now Donald Donald's initial feelings, which afterwards he's like, I love Jews. I fucking love them. My daughter's technically a Jew now. I fucking love them. <laughs> but uh, Donald's initial feeling was actually the fuck are you doing? No, this is this is a real quote. I just don't know if I was doing my Trump voice. Cause I don't want to ruin the quote. Yeah, no, say it in your um. My regular voice? Yeah. Yeah, he goes, he goes, why should my daughter have to convert to marry Jared? He should have to convert to marry her. It's a very Trumpian uh, approach. Right? But I'm uh, not moving. You're moving. But there, there was a lot of shit that hit the fan, and people were very upset when she converted to Orthodox Judaism. Uh, a lot of Christians were very upset by it, but at the same time, there were a lot of Jews that were like, I don't know, because when you convert to Orthodox Judaism, taking less than one year is is stupidly rare. Yeah. Because you have to learn and study all of the Jewish texts. You have to live as an Orthodox Jew, usually for about a year, which is then you get another fucking step in, and then you have to do a few more things for about another year, and then eventually you're able to do it. it takes like you know nine months to like three years and this woman did it in like four to six months <laughs> and what's even weirder about it is that um one so so in israel in, for judaism in general yeah there's a thing called the chief rabbinate I don't know what that means. Now that's two rabbis. Oh, so it's two rabbis. One's Ashkenazi and one's Sephardic, and a lot of people in Israel and a lot of Jewish people around the world believe that these two, the chief rabbinate, are basically the Jewish pope. Yeah. Okay. And they're the only ones who are allowed to say if you are are not Jewish. And actually, they fucking, those two, they, they fought against non-Orthodox bar and bat mitzvahs. So basically my bar mitzvah. Uh, they fought against legal Jewish gay weddings in Israel right. for a long, long time. They, they, they brought out different parts of the text. Then they, they warped it to say that that meant that, you know, people of the same sex can't get married under the word of God. Yeah. They, they do that kind of shit. Did they... Do they also fight against pork? Of course. Of course. And juice for we Jesus? Are, we are forks out for pork, not knives, sir. Okay, all right. Forks okay. over knives. But um, the the weird thing about it is that actually, like, rather recently, like, right after the, the, the outcry of how the fuck did she do that, the Sephardic chief rabbinate came out and said, that Ivanka Trump is, you know, as Jewish as she would need to be to be an Orthodox Jew and no one else yeah. should question this. Yeah. And that's yeah. when all of the questioning stopped because he said so. He's like, dude, she's the most Jewish person I've ever fucking met. She should be having my job. Right? That's how much of a Jew she is. 
And yeah, and then and so she marries Jared Kushner, October twenty fifth of oh nine, which was like fucking fifteen days after she fully converted Judaism. That's crazy. When she converted, she took the Hebrew name Yael, so Yael Trump, which she describes her conversion as an amazing and beautiful journey that she claims her father supported from day one, even though his own quotes fucking blow that out of the water. Yeah, they kind of differ. Um, now she chose Yael, which was a, uh, which was interesting because it, um, <laughs> it had, I mean, Yael was, was a, was a big character. Especially, I mean, it's a very popular name for Israelis. Okay. Like, I know a lot of Jewish girls with the name Yael. Like, what does it mean? Does it have a meaning? <clears throat> it means Nubian Ibex, but that's not exactly what it means. Oh. <laughs> the fuck? Could you, could you imagine? Nubie? Nubian Ibex. It's a fucking animal. Oh, okay. Um, I can't find where it was describing Yael. But there's in in the Atlantic in 2016 they did a story about you know what should Jews really feel about it, and uh, they said that even though she took the name Yael, they believe that it, she would have been better suited with the name of Esther. Oh, <laughs> because they said she's an old lady. <laughs> no, she goes. They, they say uh, now this is from the article exactly. She go, they say. The biblical story of Esther is an imperfect allegory for the Trump family, but as for Ivanka, the comparison isn't half bad. Esther is a Jewish woman who conceals her identity when she becomes the bride of a powerful king. It is only when she reveals who she is that she can save the Jewish people from an evil uh, advisor plotting their destruction. Like Esther, Ivanka might appear to be nothing more than a pretty face until she shows that she's the savviest person in the room. Like Esther, Ivanka has a familial, almost accidental position of influence with powerful Gentile political figures. And like Esther, Ivanka's Jewishness is veiled, something she describes as an important part of her identity and family life. She's an Orthodox convert and rarely agrees to talk about her faith, it is essentially invisible to those who don't know it's there. Now, as Ivanka steps more into the public role as the daughter of a potential U.S. president, she faces the same dilemma as Esther, figuring out whether and what obligation she has to be a champion of her people, especially when it's not clear what her people want from her. Uh, unlike the neat tale of biblical-style good and evil, the roles in the Trump campaign are scrambled. Yeah, Esther, like, stabs people in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, straight up, that's, like, the story. She, like, stabs these dudes in the face. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think Esther, I don't, I don't think Yael is going to do that. <laughs> but, no, I mean, Ivanka claims, yeah, I mean, she had three kids. Mm -hmm. One in, uh, one in 2011, one in 13, and one in 2016. She actually had a kid while on the campaign trail with her father. It's nuts. These kids aren't stopping her. She's a fucking killer, dude. She is. She's a king. Queen. No, I mean, come on. The, the Trump Foundation paid this guy, Martin B. Greenberg, 
because uh, he played a celebrity golf tournament at the Trump National Golf Club in Westchester. And there was a prize that if anyone hit a hole in one, they won a million dollars. Damn. Somebody tell Kim Jong-un about that. And he hit a fucking hole in one. And then the uh, the golf club was like, well, while it was a hole in one, the required length for a technical hole in one is over 150 yards. And this hole was actually 147 yards. So technically, we do not owe you the one million dollars. <laughs> like, so if we're going with technicalities, this man is king. I don't think we should dredge into that timeline. Okay. Thank you. But uh, no, so Ivanka, with her three kids, claims that being a mother is the most rewarding experience, but also the most wild and stressful. It's pretty wild having kids. Yeah. You know, she and Jared both work, but they set, a ti- they set aside time on the weekends for their kids. Oh, that's really nice. All of Shabbat, we turn off our phones. And we just hang out and have family time. It's, That's cool. It's so, I'm so blessed to have Judaism telling me how to be a good mom. My parents obviously didn't help. <laughs> no, they did not help. <laughs> I can guarantee you. But so, uh, then along came Donald. He uh, now he started wanting to run for president. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, president Donald. President Donald J. Trump. Make America uh, great again. He already made the hats. And I guess that's where we should uh, end it for this one. I'm so sorry, everyone. We have to split Ivanka in two. Gross. Uh, Yeah, it did come out kind of gross, didn't (laughs) it? Uh, Yeah. I apologize to all the mothers that listen to this and say, that was sexual. And I was like, I did not mean that. He did not uh, mean that because she's a Jewish woman. You can't be saying that kind of shit about her. I'm I'm not into Jewish women. That goes against I've always the been into goys, and once she converted, she went from uh, a, a, a she went a from yay, old boy to goy, a yay to a nay. Hey. But thank you, everyone, for listening. We uh, I truly appreciate it. Remember to uh, I'm kind of feuding with Facebook over these episodes, so if you can just like share this shit with all of your fucking friends, yeah, that way Facebook can eat a solid cock and not ever need to take a single penny from my pocket. I really appreciate all you listeners. Have a good one. Go fuck yourself. What the fuck, Mike? I leave you alone with them for one goddamn minute and you...